Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFT. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is you have now joined Jenny from the Blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the Blockchain, and my co-host, Michael Keane. For today's interview, we have B joining us. Uh, you might know her as the beauty and the punk. She is a NFT OG, and she actually has three crypto punk apes. So yeah, welcome, B. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining well, us today. Thank you. thank you for having me. It's been a long time coming. So yes, I'm really happy that we're finally doing this, Denny. Yeah, I know. I am so I am so pumped um, to have you on. I know you're pretty anonymous. Yeah. So thank you for doing this with us. And <laughs> of course, well, I've had your some, voice. some stage. Yeah, I've had some stage appearances, but oh. it is. Uh, yeah, no, it is a little bit of a. It is a stage performance. Like I have my wig on, I have sunglasses on. It is a whole thing, and it requires also proper places. Like I wouldn't do it in my home. So yeah, I would. Yeah, most recently I was something I don't think I'll ever forget. I was interviewed by people. So for that, I did do the whole thing and like had the wig and had the sunglasses, and that was fun. Yeah. Was that down in Charleston? Were you at the uh, punk event? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Oh, I was nice, nice. I'm very jealous. A bunch of our uh, <laughs> few of my friends were there. I'm definitely jealous. I wanted to drive up, but I didn't make it. That's awesome. You're there. That's oh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was really awesome, and also it was cool. That was. I was one of the few people that was there in person. I think it was like from the people that he interviewed, half was online and half was in person. So it was good to be there, you know, physically. And yeah, that was a- with him. That was an epic lineup. That must have been pretty cool to right? be included in that. Yeah, epic lineup. I know. It felt a bit surreal. It still does, looking back. It still feels a bit surreal. Uh, I hope I hope my kids will one day be proud of me. You know, like, who mom was that? <laughs> I'm sure they will. How do you know people? I Well, I personally met him last year at Art Basel, but it was a brief encounter. And now it was the first time that we actually spent a lot of time together. We had, yeah, we had little interaction before this, but this was the first time that we really, really had a few times to chat, not just the one, you know, the, you know, the brief chat here and there. Right. That's cool. Um, so how did and you get like the opportunity to speak at that event? Well, it, because the, the event wasn't about people. It was about mm-hmm. CryptoPunks. And there are there's no one else with CryptoPunk apes or more. Like, uh, no one holds more. I think I am the first woman to have claimed because I believe that any other woman would have claimed apes as well or a lot of zombies or an alien. But we don't know of anyone. So as far as we know, I was the first woman to claim CryptoPunks. And one of the few to do be a claimer and be vocal about it. So I think it was interesting and it was a great opportunity to share my story and for people to know that there were women there, that the story is a bit more colorful than what we usually know for tech. 
right? It's not just a bunch of crypto bros. Although the crypto bros have been great, I cannot complain. You know, they they've been very welcoming and very kind. It's it's good for all the women to know that a woman, a Brazilian, was there. You know, against the odds, I guess. Yeah, and I think now it kind of seems like there are a lot of women in the space. But and I joined in 2020, which is like three years after you. Oh yeah, there wasn't even that many women in yeah in 2020. Like I remember, I I was early to Top Shot, and there was barely any women. Like people thought I was a fake person. Um, Ah yeah. Because I had my like faces, my PFP and everything. But so, yeah. And in 2017 and I, I, um, we had Rude Moose on. I don't know if you know Rude Moose and, and she was pretty early to like Crypto Kitties and stuff. 2017, she, she got out of season. She was saying, yeah, there were barely any women. And a lot of the women that she knew or the handful of them that she knew, they were often anonymous because they kind of, you know, it was like intimidating being, you know, just, it felt intimidating to kind of expose yourself as like, oh, I'm a woman, you know, and so it's like, yeah. just I, I started my account as as actually completely anonymous. Yeah. Because we didn't have Twitter spaces and we didn't have podcasts back then. Like it was, you know, it was just wood. We didn't have any, any civilization back then. So we didn't have any place to really share our voices. So it was okay not to say anything. But then I realized that we're just men and it felt important for women to see that that was at least what woman that you know was vocal about it that that was there. So I decided to put that on my on my bio, and whenever Twitter Spaces started happening, I started joining those. I think I even did like a clubhouse or two, but I'm I'm glad we don't anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I I even joined that briefly. So yeah, I started sharing a little bit of myself. I'm still anonymous. I have my reasons for that. But the reasons to share the things I share is because I honestly think that makes a difference in some people's lives. And I've been told by those people, so some women have come to me, not only women, Brazilians as well, like men. Like, it's so cool to see a Brazilian that was so early. You know, so it is It is interesting to see people feeling represented by the different facets of my being. You know, all the things that make me, I'm a mom. And I remember at the beginning, I didn't want to tell anyone that I had kids or before I was pregnant, actually, with my, my youngest. But I, I was at a Twitter Spaces and my my baby was around. I'm like, just come here. I'm just going to join the Spaces and he's going to be cooing and it's going to be it and it's going to be fun. And life is messy. So I shared because a lot of the times women with kids don't want to join because maybe the kid's going to make a noise. It's not very professional. So you, you avoid and you miss opportunities. So I just wanted to normalize it all, especially because Swiss the space is not like not a very formal interview. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be light. And it was, it was I, I will never forget the first time I, I had my kids with me while, uh, while doing it with the spaces. And it was fun and it turned out fine. And that's the thing, it turned out fine. So all the little pieces I share with myself, is because I hope that it makes a difference to someone else. Yeah, definitely seeing, I think representation is is nice because it kind of um, inspires you like to to take action. Like for me, I started making videos because uh, there's this crypto YouTuber named Crypto Casey. And like, as far as I know, she, I mean, there is a couple other like female um, crypto YouTubers, but 
Like I, I just saw her like making videos and I was like, you know what? If she can make videos, like I can make videos. And then I started making YouTube videos like literally because of her because I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. So I, I do think that, you know, people get really inspired seeing other people that are like them. And they're like, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it. And so, yeah, I think that's great that you you decided to kind of come out a bit from being anonymous and um, reveal parts of your identity here and there. Um, and even, you know, Thank doing... you. And I completely yeah. agree with you. That's it, right? It inspires us. Totally. Like whenever you see someone doing something that you, you want to do, but maybe you thought you couldn't, or the, you wouldn't have an audience, right? So yeah. it's good to know that you have an audience. Yep, totally. Yeah. And you never know like who you're inspiring. You know, like a lot of people, they won't tell you. I don't tell, oh, Crypto Casey, you inspired me. Like you don't say, you don't tell people. Sometimes you do, but usually you just don't. You just kind of do stuff and then... Um, every now and then you'll maybe meet someone in person and they'll be like, hey, I got into NFTs because of you. And people tell me every day yeah. that, that I've inspired them. <laughs> that is Cap, Michael. See, you you are Sam, Michael. See, you're blessed. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, wife, my wife did say that I was amazing yesterday, but it was in reference to something stupid that I did. So she was like, you're amazing. I was like, oh, you said I'm amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, will take that, compliments. That is, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I will see that as a compliment. Exactly. <laughs> Just make life better, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh I want to know how you got into the NFT space to begin with. Because first of all, you said that you're first of all, CryptoPunks, there's 10,000 of them, right? There's only what 24 um mm-hmm. CryptoPunk apes. And you have yeah. three of them, which is nobody has three. Like you have the most amount of CryptoPunk apes. Um, and you claimed them really early on in 2017. Um, and you also, yeah, you didn't sell them. You still have them. I'm, I'm very curious about that as well. But yeah, I would love to hear how you how you got into the NFT space and how you learned well, about CryptoPunks. Yeah, well, actually, so I was, I started with Crypto 2016. And then being a geek and a nerd, being on Reddit, arriving to, to the post. And that led me to, to the website. And it was challenging because back at the time, you had to do a full node wallet, right? You didn't have MetaMask as we know it. Um, at the time, we used Mist. I used Mist at least, but I think most people did. I think MetaMask was like in a beta version or something. But Mist was a full node wallet. So you literally had to have the whole blockchain on your computer to be able to go interact with the contract to be able to claim a CryptoPunk. And it didn't have that, you know, sweet interface where you just go by attribute or you just like, it was very difficult. Everything was, was learning. Everything, everyone was learning. It was all a learning curve. And it was for me too. Um, I, I browsed enough to see what, what seemed rarer. I couldn't tell. I, I don't remember realizing if, if you know, um, a helmet, like a pilot helmet is rarer than a fedora or, you know, I, I wouldn't go to those traits, but aliens, apes and zombies, you could see by the color of, you know, the, the individual that, but, you know, from the, from the CryptoPunk that they were rarer. And uh, Moxley had been there. So that was gone. All the aliens were gone. But there were still the apes. So I got four, actually. Four of them. And two days after claiming, I decided to put one of the apes for sale. 
because I thought, well, I really like this. I, I am a nerd. I like the technology. I like crypto. I, I like art. I would already collect a little bit of art, not anything, you know, impressive, I guess. But whenever I traveled or whenever I would find the local artist that I liked, that I could afford, I would buy something. So you see that in, you know, that, that those two things mingling, mixing into something new. There had to be something to it. And I decided to put the amount of like 37 ether for an ape. And remember, I know 37 ETH, but we didn't pay anything. Like we paid gas, like we just claimed them. It took two years, but after two years, it sold. And that's, that's when I, I left my civilian account to go to my Web3 account. Like I, I created down the, the official owner of the wallet because I didn't want to connect that to a civilian account. So that's, that's what happened. Like two days after claim, I actually sold one of the apes. So I claimed four and I still have three of them among, you know, one zombie and, and a few humans. Well, I didn't realize that uh, when CryptoPunks minted, you could choose. Yeah, yeah, because it, well, you didn't mint Madden. Well, you, okay, okay, all. sorry. Right, right, right. We, uh, okay. we claimed them. That's, that's the difference in nomenclature there because we claimed them. They were there. It was this huge matrix. They had to scroll to try to find what you liked. And uh, I liked the purple hat. And the purple hats are actually easier to find. They, they kind of pop out. How come know? the apes how come the apes didn't get snagged up like in a second? Or because I, I, well, I guess I don't know yet. What was that? I like? don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if people didn't have the the patience or the will to like look for them and or figure, they didn't realize. Right. Right. That they were rarer. I think, I mean, I'm definitely in the top 100 claimers. So there, were, mm. there weren't that many people before me. You know, how long, like that how people... long did it take uh, for all 10,000 to be claimed? And I didn't mean to cut you off there. I apologize for that. No, 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 please. Uh, cool. It's a conversation, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I, I don't remember right now, but it took a bit from the Reddit article and then the Mashable. Uh, the, the Reddit post, and then the magical article came out, and mm. then it was quick, okay. and then they were gone. But it took, oh, I think, over a month, maybe, for yeah, everything I mean, to go. But it, once yeah. the magical article came out, then it was a matter of days, and and it was gone. That's interesting. I want to I want to find that article. That that's probably a really fun read. An old mashable right? article about when crypto punks dropped. That is, that's really cool. I mean, you were there, like. That's like being there when the pyramids were built, you know, like yeah. the way when the future yeah. plays out. Like it's really cool. Like to to me sitting here asking those questions. I never knew you could choose your own crypto punk. I never knew that. Yeah, right most now. people don't actually. Yeah, because we we are so used to minting, right? Yeah. Claiming yeah. is so different. I, I yeah, had yeah. no idea that was the case. Yep. Well, I was gonna say, didn't Avastars kind of follow that? And and for Avastars too, you had to scroll, scroll, scroll to see when that you you wanted and then I mean, but it wasn't a limited amount, right? Because you you could come back and every now and then you'd have new, not drops or, or mints, but like you'd have new uh, generations, I guess it was for other stars. So it wasn't finite yeah. in the sense that CryptoPunks were. Like CryptoPunks were 10K and that was it. But, and also that you could search with other stars. I remember... There, there were there was a little bit of searching that you could do for 
for the characteristics, for the traits. Because if you wanted blue and you could check also for rarity. Yeah. And that was the other thing, like you could check for rarity because they had like gemstones that would indicate how rare they were. And I would keep, I remember because I got annoyed that I would always keep, I, I would keep mixing it. If this was the rarest one or that was the rarest one, I had to keep reminding myself I had like a cheat sheet or something like just because I would forget. Yeah, because I did, I did get some back then, you know, some Avastars. But, but with CryptoPunks, it was different because it was all at once, right? And they, there would be no more. And yeah, that was it. But it was just this one huge matrix of pixels. Uh, do you think you're the only one still holding ape punks from the very beginning? Or do you know other people that are still? Well, you know, I, I think there is still. Um, yeah, definitely. I think Vape Ape still has his. Um, who else? No, there are, that, there are a few. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Yeah, that's a that's a tough hold. You had a lot a lot of guts. Definitely some diamond hands when those things were right? flying yeah. in the middle of 2021 or whatever, early right. 2022. Like the did you ever must feel have been like insane? Yeah, did yeah. you ever feel like oh, like I mean, why didn't you sell during that time? Like I'm sure there was a lot of temptation to. Well, the thing is, I I think it was this will really be something for generations. You know, I don't. Uh, maybe I should have sold one, you know, looking back. Maybe, but, uh, you know, the power of hindsight. You look back and you, you see opportunities that maybe you should have taken or not. I, even opportunities I didn't take, I, I do believe in CryptoPunks in a way that they have changed something. You know, there are some artists that we look back, and I think Matt and John are those artists, that we look back and you see that they changed your perception of art. In a way that, you know, we didn't see pixelated art, digital pixelated art, the way that they created, tokenized, the way that we do now. And I, I, I do see CryptoPunks as part of this paradigm shift. And those of us, or myself, Pepe, I've been out, who else still holding, like apes from, from the very beginning. Um, I don't know if I saw V or still has an app. Anyway, I digress. But... I think those of us that still have those, is, it just means historically something so big and so much bigger than us that I don't think I will like the opportunity to sell if it comes to it. Maybe I won't get the price of you know that absolute bubble of a market, but still I claim them. Um, anything is a win, uh, I guess. I don't think I don't think I'll regret uh, any any sale. The moment I make it, I will make it because I'm comfortable with the price and I I have a purpose for selling it. You know, it's also it's kind of a torch that you pass when, especially with an ape. I I feel like it, and at least it's kind of a torch that you pass. You want someone who will cherish it as as you do. You kind of have this sentimental attachment to the art that you cared for you know i think that's it i love that yeah you don't want some jerk buying it and like using it to do flipping scams it. or something or yeah, just exactly. flipping it right away and then right. flip, flip, flip. that happened I, I with my cool flipping, cat oh sorry really and you're yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, my cool cat went into like the blur blender it got traded oh. like like a hundred times in like two hours or something I was looking at it. I know. Poor kitty. Yeah. Yeah. I know. 
Oh, yeah, no, but I, I think the flipping wouldn't even be my worst concern. But really using it like the image in a way that that we feel like it doesn't represent punks. Because we have this idea of maybe a little bit self a bit entitled of us, but we kind of we think of ourselves as a community of people that believe in something a bit bigger on in the art, in building, in and just see someone like, you know, drag an ape, a crypto ape through the mud. Although it's probably something an ape would do. Um, I don't know. Might be a bit tough. I hear that. Um so okay, so you listed your your ape for what? What did you say? Thirty six ETH? Yeah, thirty seven. Thirty seven. It ended up selling two years later. During that time frame, what were you doing? And did you, I mean, did you kind of like forget about NFTs and then, whoa, oh my gosh, it just sold, you know, or were you still really involved in the space? And then... No, I was. I was, but in my civilian account. So I was on Discord and I was on Twitter. And it was actually through the Twitter bot that I found out that it sold because I wasn't checking my wallet, like, you know, often. Um, I saw on there that it sold because I was, of course, still active in the in the system. I just changed from civilian to Web3 persona once it happened. But I was, I until recently, I still had a fiat mining job, like a normie job. And uh, yeah, I, I had it for a long time. I, I wasn't full Web3 engaged until recently. Oh, wow. Well, congrats. Congrats on being full <laughs> Web3. Thank you. Did you end up buying a bunch of NFTs after that? Or were you like, you know, I'm I'm just going to keep this ETH? Like, what did you do? I'm very curious. What, you, what did you do once oh, the, that boy. sold? I don't, I honestly don't know how many, um, how much art I have collected. Uh, this is oh, something that I crazy. do have to, yeah, no, I do. I love collecting art. This is something like, I, I'm living the dream. Like, yes, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky to be doing this. And I have art that I absolutely love, I adore, and I've, I've been able to talk to the artists. And the more I talk to them, the more I love the art that, you know, spoke to me for so many reasons. And then I see their their side of it, you know, why they created, what they want to convey. And and it speaks to me even more. And as as someone who loves art, how what else can you can you want? You know, you just you fall in love all over again. So I'm very fortunate. I I do have I collect a lot of art and I don't go for for something specific you know I don't have just photography or just collage or just digital I do have a little bit of everything I have music I have video whatever speaks to me and and reflects a facet of my personality of my being because also we are different persons depending on right so who you're interacting with I am I'm, as a mother I am one person as B I'm another Right there, there are pieces of me that come out at different times that are highlighted. I would say at different times, they're always there, and values are they underpin everything that I am and do. But nuances do come out depending of how we feel, and and then you find art that speaks to those different things. To speak, they speak to me as a Brazilian woman. As a mother, as a scientist, as an F, you know, an OG, as there's so many things. 
that they can find that speak to you. So I'm very fortunate to cast myself as in, in the collector realm, I guess. I'm looking through your uh, public open sea account. Yeah, pretty sick collection. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, I see you got one of the new Rafiks, the Winds of uh, Ioannawa, I think it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good stuff. 37 me bits. I guess that's from claiming from punks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's still from yeah, that was from mm-hmm. claiming. But yeah, I have I have art block while I was there for art blocks when art blocks was just easy breezy to collect. Yeah, you know, totally, before totally. gas wars. And yeah, yep. you know, just it, it's nice to have those and, and also have I remember that drops would be during dinner time and it was just a mm. hassle and then there were gas wars and like it started getting difficult. Yep. I it's just it's such a it's such a funny journey to look back, you know, how the things that we struggled with. But yeah, like I have I have drift, I yep. have Ines Rischlik. That's like two photographers that I, I really admire. It's yeah, it's a good life. That is awesome. Uh, I see I have a few world of women. We had Shannon on the other day. And uh, yeah, she was talking about the, yeah. the Monopoly board. Do you see their Monopoly board? Pretty sweet. I have. I have indeed, yeah, actually. Nice, I have seen. Nice. Now, I, I I remember I got them when they came out. And back then, one of the founders came to my DMs and kind of wanted to share the project. And we are really good friends right now. And, and I was like, oh, no, no, I, actually, I already have it. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's amazing. Chatting. Yeah, yeah. So back then they were they were trying to promote the the project, but I was already in actually, and I really love one of them because she's she she reminds me of a native Brazilian woman because she has the red skin and she has the green dress and the frog, if I'm not mistaken. Like she she looks like a native Brazilian woman because they actually do that in the Amazon. They have this plant that they 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 take some red paint out and they put it on their bodies, so they actually cover themselves in red. Ah, yeah. So it it I don't know that one really spoke to me. So we're really happy to get that. Yeah, it's quite the collection. Really cool. That's cool. You got and I see you have G Money, another fellow uh, ape punk. You have the Mit One. Yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah, I, I was. Again, like I'm, I'm really happy to have the money to, you know, yeah, yeah. also sliding DMs to say, hey, by the way, you know, as Edward won. Right, know he didn't DM early. me about he didn't DM me about that, and I, I wasn't very happy. <laughs> I didn't get, I don't get a lot of these special handouts like a lot of people get. get Jenny, yeah, I do need a crypto punk ape. Uh, yeah, he's got you've, three you've of them. Been around for so. years. <laughs> been yeah. around for years. I too, know. You know. Years, yeah. years. Everybody, do you guys hear that? Years. Yes. That's the thing. I know. So it's, it's nice to to see people also recognize. Like you, you feel well special, right? Like oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm part of this. Yeah. Thank you. Right, I want right. to be part of this. Yeah, yeah, I'm accepted. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, it's cool. Who doesn't mm-hmm. want to be part of a community of a group? I know. And of, G of money. People? When you do admit to, send us. <laughs> I like that though. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> yeah, please. So I be, mean, for, you always for the love get of one God. for yourself, yeah. and then one that you give away. So it's admit to. 
That, that's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> right? I like, I, so, that's actually really cool. When our, you probably saw Art Blocks, they did that with the friendship bracelet. Where they exactly. Would be, yeah, you got two of them. You give, I, I really like that mechanism. That's really cool. Okay, Michael. Now we have to we have to release admit to. Okay. So whoever gets gets an admit What's gets it, one for every, admit to dot x y z. It's going oh, live. <laughs> I'm partnering up with uh, B here. We're gonna see. You guys. That's will it. See. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jenny, do not go to that you. site. <laughs> excuse you for shopping. Down. I have not bought the domain. The domain is not mine. I am not responsible <laughs> for it's on the domain. Michael, yeah. Michael. admit to .eth, <laughs> Is that available? Nothing we say or do can be held against us yeah. in a court of law. Andy, start claiming all these ETH names. Claim <laughs> them now. Um, so, okay. So I saw in your Twitter bio, you have Nebula Web 3. What can you tell us about Nebula Web 3? Yeah, definitely. I'm very proud of that. Um, Nebula is something that started because, as you mentioned before, we were very early. There were not many women. And it's a combination of wanting to see more women, wanting to see more people from different background, backgrounds. And knowing for a fact that I did not get to where I am without help. <laughs> I, I have worked very hard to be where I am, but I have many amazing people help me throughout the years. And this is now my way of giving back. So we have different programs. At the moment, we have a program in Brazil and we are finishing the touches for programming in Europe. And in Brazil, we're working with underprivileged communities. So we don't work just with women. We work with underprivileged communities in general, also with a very wide age bracket. Like we have different groups in different ages. We have kids learning to use computers and making art. And we have people learning about blockchain and Web3 and getting deeper and going them through to advanced courses where they can be software developers. So we have this this breadth of knowledge that we're trying to, to bring to these people and hopefully change their lives and the people around them. We also have something things that are even simpler. You start with a group of women, in this case actually moms that live in the favela in Janeiro. And we're not even teaching them about blockchain at the moment. We're not teaching about tech. We're just trying to make them feel welcome in the space that they are, like this space, because they don't see themselves, they don't think it's for them. And if they never learn to develop, and it's never for them, but if they have a child or a nephew or a neighbor that wants to do tech, they can support them. They can see the value in that. They can support future generations on, you know, to do this. Because how many of us have faced that kind of prejudice and, and those barriers when talking to people that are older than us, parents, uncles, grandparents. You know, you talk about it like, no, no, this is not important. You have to make money, but this is not the way. This is not safe. This is, you know, all that this is not. And if those women help someone that is, you know, from a younger generation to support them and bring them forward, then I think the investment was worth it. So we have to be very open-minded in, in how we we change things, how we make this wider, how we make this more colorful. We don't have to include everyone. We, have, we should 
be open to include everyone that wants to join, right? And this is what we're doing there. And here in Portugal, we we are working with the Ukrainian hub because there are lots of Ukrainian refugees here with their children, women and children. So with the women, a lot of them have gone through the business program of the Ukrainian hub. They have their own businesses. And we will, with those women, teach them how to use Web3 tools to upgrade their businesses. And with other Ukrainians that do not have businesses, we will have software development or community roles like community manager, for example. And with the kids, we're going to have art programs. So these are the, the two fronts that we are at the moment. And hopefully this will widen with as, you know, hopefully already next year. Let's see. That's incredible. I love, I love stuff like that. I don't even know what to say. I mean, how long have you guys been doing it? What, uh, how long have you been around with, with uh, Nebula Web 3? Oh, goodness, since May. Of this year. <laughs> but cool. we, oh, di- yeah, this year. And we already have over 200 people joining our programs. So it's, it's, been, it's been busy. It's been really busy, you know, to get the programs, to organize everything, to the classes, to work with the teachers. And people on site, because we do have, you know, presential courses, we have online courses, we have mixes. So it, is, it has been challenging to to develop the programs there and here. But we are so incredibly happy and tired. <laughs> but we are incredibly happy. I was just going to say that that is amazing what you guys are doing, like, for other people. and 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 also, like, it made me think about even just bringing awareness of, like, Hey, this is actually an industry you can go into. Like, I, I think sometimes a lot of people don't even know that that's even an option for them. You know, it's like they don't even know that that's something that they can do or how to even get into, you know, tech to begin with. And that's great. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember talking to some people and hearing at a conference, but you know, anyone is welcome. Anyone can join. And I looked at this person, I'm like, I'm sorry, are they going to go into the Web3 bus and get here? How do they join? Who are they going to ask? They do not have peers to ask this question to. Like they they don't have people that can help them in this ramp to get here. They don't get to blockchain bus, right? Yeah, it does not work like that. Oh, you can just ask anyone. Who is anyone, my friend? Like it does not work like that. I'm very happy that you have had those resources your whole life. Do not extrapolate your experiences to everyone. It's just not the way like the world works. Yeah, totally. Well, what do you want to see next out of Web3? Like what kind of activations? What stuff are you excited about? You know, it's probably not the uh the silly uh frogs or whatever. You know, what's 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 common that you really like? What do you want to see? Oh, I I will start by saying that it's not something I'm excited about, but one thing like people do put PFPs down a lot in new PFP projects. I think that it's the, it's bad that a lot of the time they use just to farm communities for their money, but they will not go away. The more people we have joining the space, the people want to belong to a community. The easiest way to do that is actually through a PFP project that you 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 get a belonging, right? So they will not go away, and I I don't want to put people down because they joined a new project. So I, I think they do have their place. I just think it's a bit sad that people farm communities for their money. 
However, what I am really excited about and what I am really looking forward to see is what I am building. And that is um, that is fashion in with tech. So it's a mix of, I got a mix. I think it's the, the next step of fashion, right? Fashion cannot stay the way it is much longer without change. Uh, it will evolve. It's just a natural step. And I'm very happy to be taking those steps as well. I have been feeling the need to have clothes that fit me, that look like things from my wardrobe, that are not unisex, because unisex are just male clothes that women should wear. I don't wear pink. So whenever, you know, this usually means, oh, well, we do have some people women and it is pink, but I don't wear pink. So I would like to see things of great quality. The amazing tech that we have available to use. Just combining those things, creating something unique, special, lasting, not something that you'll get. It's not swag. You'll not be merch. It's something that you will wear in your life because you love it. We love Web3. So we want to wear that. We want to wear that on our sleeves, right? We we wear our Mm -hmm. hearts on our sleeves. Our hearts, they scream Web3. So this is it. It's this. It's art from Web3, technology that combines Web3 elements in blockchain and exquisite craftsmanship for really, really great pieces of clothing that you'll be proud of yourself for wearing it. Like, oh, we dressed up today. Well, maybe you just have a t-shirt, but that t-shirt, my friend, is going to be absolutely exquisite. So I am very excited for that. There's so much technology to do, like this physical technology, this uh, augmented reality, there is digital fashion. There's so much to create in this space still, and it is very early for that. And I am, again, very tired, but very happy to be building that too. Nice. What uh, what technology are you incorporating, like NFC technology? Um, Uh, NFC for us is just a given. Like I, yep. I don't right. imagine any product, but also what do we do with those tags? I think this sure. is the question. Yeah. There's so much that can be done with NFC. So what we do with those tags is, you know, we're going to have different uh, propositions for different garments. So depending on what you have, your NFC is going to do different things. But that is a given that that is, yeah, I'd, uh, God, um, how much do I share? Because you know, share, share. <laughs> are you working with Ali? Are you working with the uh, IYK? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. do you know them or no? No, I do not. <laughs> Check them out because I think they did admit one's uh, NFC program, uh-huh. and uh, they just put out a platform that I'm on the waiting list for. I haven't gotten in yet, but oh. I think it's almost like the manifold for NFC technology. It's iyk.app you should check them oh, out oh i'm getting on g money g money is like he's like on their website He'll t- if you want to ask about it, yeah, it don't yeah. take from me ask him ask him but <laughs> what they're doing you, though, seems really really cool yeah you already you're like this guy i'm listening to him <laughs> no iyk.app that's the thing right that's yeah. the other thing like there's so much happening in the space and yep. it's so difficult to keep yep. up with everything and 100%. it's really great to have great connections that will bring stuff up to you. And yeah. so have you seen this? Like also like at Charleston, I spoke to t- a lot of Tony Hannah, who yeah, you know, who best. So and he was the one that 
have you seen these people? I want to connect you with those people and these people mm-hmm. from Japan. And yes, everything makes sense. Thank you. I need all those contacts. It's great to find people that will bring things to you that for one reason or another, you, yep. you weren't aware of. It's so not what you know, it's it. who you know. It's not what you know, it's right? who you know, you know. Yep, for and sure. And also we don't have to know everything. Nope. It's not, it, it doesn't mean that I am a bad Web3 person if I don't nope. know all the projects. No, it doesn't. So I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing that to light. 100%. Thank you very much. Yeah. The best thing is to know what you don't know, what you're not good at. Right. And yep. then you find people that, that right. can, re, you know, just supplement you yep. and fill that gap. That's right. I love that. Like Andy, we don't know how to produce I a podcast, know, yeah. but Andy does, and he is our <laughs> um, true. podcast genius. So there's there's no there's no podcast there's no NFT catcher podcast without Andy. Literally yeah, we we would not. Yeah. I don't know what we would be doing. So. Yeah, we, we wouldn't admit we. I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> something sure. easy. Yeah, we've put out so many episodes, and shout out to Andy for all his hard work that he puts into it. And yeah, I'm I, sorry. I thought it was magic. Yeah. So, Michael, unless you have any more questions, do you want to get into our Gas Wars segment? Yeah, let's get into Gas Wars. My last one that I really wanted to ask was about the future of Web3. And that was cool that we got into the fashion stuff and to hear what you're working on. So I I actually really thought that was cool. I think it's House of Q of A, House of Queen of Apes, right? Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, House of Koa. Yeah. Yep. Koa. Oh, cool. Yep. 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 I just put on notifications and I followed. I'm early and I love it. I love what you're working on. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So their Twitter account is House of Q O A. So you can follow along. Yeah. If you want to follow Beauty and Punk. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Oh, all yeah. right. Let's do this. Gas Wars. You want to go first? Sure. So, uh, well, we'll let her know our Gas Wars segment. We're going to do no. five <laughs> rapid fire questions each. Uh, they're not going to probably have to do with Web3. Maybe one of them will, one of them won't. But uh, I'll go first. I'll ask you a question. You give an answer, then Jenny will go. And if we want to chat a little something about it, that's awesome. We're just going to have fun. I am terrified. You should, <laughs> you should be. It, get, it gets it gets really weird, so you should be. No, it does, oh, does boy. not. It does not. Okay, my first one is, what is a movie that you can watch over and over again? Oh, my God. Nothing comes to mind. This is horrible. Because that, that, no, I'm, okay. I'm really bad. I don't watch films more than once. Yeah. I don't because I I have very limited yeah. time. I have two children. They are small. Yeah. yeah. I Fair. don't watch anything. Much. I watched The Lion King today. Again, but I, that's not a thing. <laughs> I feel bad. What, what uh, what's what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? That's oh, probably harder. Oh, I'm gonna be kicked out. I'm gonna be kicked out of this, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Time's up next. <laughs> you, can, you can ask for a favorite. Yeah, book, go ahead, Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. You can, well, let's. Uh, we'll get these. Will get better. These will get better. Well, I no, promise. Well, no, that was a good answer. Of like, uh, you only watch movies once. Like that's mm-hmm. fair. That makes sense to me. Um. <laughs> What is your favorite thing to cook? Pasta. Ooh, pasta. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I do I do love I uh, like a little champignon with port sauce, like white port champignon sauce, and like a little bit of cream cheese, like white cheesy sauce with champignon and pasta, and I can eat that very often. It's super easy to make, 
And yeah, no, I can, mm -hmm, that's my go-to. Like, yeah, that's easy. That's nice. And oh, yeah, it feels like I put more work than I actually did. Yeah. All right. Uh, beach vacation or mountain vacation? Yes, vacations. No, Either but I, <laughs> I would probably go for beach. I think the vibe of being by the sea is different. Mm. There's there's something really cool about being at the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's there's a vibe that being by the sea will bring you that no one else does. Nowhere else does. Nice. Um, cats or dogs? No, dogs. dogs. Oh, oh, of course, dogs. I'm actually a nosy cat. Like, Are you? Dogs. Oh no. Yes. My body physically rejected them. <laughs> Who is your favorite crypto punk? It could either be the avatar that's your favorite or the person. And not your own. I think my Yeah, uh, no, thank you, my... Jenny. Right. No, I wouldn't have gone that. Um, I would say Eric. So fro. Oh. It's it, like I have it's it's a it's a top three because it's Eric, because he is an incredibly knowledgeable, kind, funny human being. He like he's just so cool and nice. And then there's Stray Bits, who is again all those things, but quieter. Um, he was actually the first person I've ever had a voice conversation with from Web3 many years ago. And Tony. Tony Herrera, like those three people really have been in my journey for so long and yeah, those are my, I can't, I'm sorry, um, my favorite. Yeah, I have three. I'm really sorry. Um, there. Nah, again. you're great. You're Flexing. great. That's awesome. <laughs> Sherbets. That was my first time hearing about Sherbets. I just followed him. I didn't know about him before. Yes, I didn't. Um, okay, where is my question here? Oh, who is your favorite musical artist? Uh, B.B. Or, King. What was it? B.B. King. King. Oh, I don't know. Who that Do you, is. Not, you don't know who BB <gasps> King is? Oh my God. But Michael does. Jenny. Of course, Jenny. You're in for a night tonight. I know the name <laughs> of his go? I know the name of his guitar. I mean, like, he's still. very good. Um, sorry. Yeah, exactly. But go for Live at the Regal as your first album to hear. Live at the Regal. Okay. That's, that's the one you want to open with. It's on Spotify. Like, it's BB King, Live at the Regal. Okay. It's brilliant. Noted. Thank you. Nice. Good answer. Uh, do you believe aliens are visiting us? Uh, no. Not, not in that sense. Maybe. Yeah. I, I believe in alien life because mm -hmm. like, it's just the, the math of just being us doesn't really add up to me. But maybe like some alien life as in like bacteria form kind of like. So I think alien life is like the the um, anthropomorphized alien life that we usually think of, no, nope. mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. all the forms of life maybe in a meteorite that came down. So I think I I'm more you. open to that sure. to that subject. Okay, like it, like it. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite drink? Like old fashioned, old fashioned. Old fashioned. Okay, yeah. First I like quick answer. The first one you thought of quick. You're like drink. I got right. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> King and, and old yeah, no, BB King, right? BB King <laughs> oh, and a God. nice, nice old fashioned. Yeah, goes well together, actually. Right. All right. Mood. <laughs> and here is my final question: What is a talent that you wish you had? Playing any musical instrument. 
Mm-hmm. Because also, like, we didn't have enough money like to play instruments as a you know when I was growing up, like neither yeah. to pay for lessons nor to buy the instrument itself. So I never got that chance when I was growing up. And then once I grew up, life consumed me. And maybe I don't know, maybe one of these years I'll take something up. But like playing the piano would be. I don't know. Maybe I'll just put that on to one of my children. They will resent me for that, but they mm. had to learn it. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. That's actually one that I really wish I had done. I, I've picked up instruments a few times. I just never stayed with it long enough to really, to really get it. Master it. See? Yeah. Lucille. Yeah. Awesome. You're Lucille in your life. Okay. My last question is, uh, what is a book that changed your life? A book that changed my life? <laughs> Uh, the unbearable lightness of the being. Wait, what is it? The unbearable lightness of the being. I was at university was when I was reading that, and it, it opened my my library um, to a lot of different type of liter- literature. So I started reading Milan Kundera, and that opened to a lot of other authors, and and Saramago that I love, and it just it really opened up to a whole new genre and way of thinking and way of writing and exploring the world so i think that was yeah that was really pivotal pivotal at the moment sweet okay well cool you made it through successfully let's go (laughs) you did good you did good you survived i did now i need an (laughs) old-fashioned yeah (laughs) you, you deserve one after that um cool yeah well thank you so much b for for joining us on the show like you said this it's been a a a while in the making so so glad to finally have you on and you know to share your story and and um yeah you're very inspiring so thank you thank you for joining us today oh thank you so much for having me thank you for uh being kind when i couldn't answer something as quickly as i should and (laughs) your magic and maybe just you know make me look a little bit better Uh, (laughs) but i've had a lot of fun and i think that that's what we want here right yes 100 percent. thanks all right (laughs) cool well with that said thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of the nft catcher podcast we will catch you in the next one peace Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NF Ticket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme songs by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support, which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>